My name is Sean Rapier, and I love Disneyland. When I can't actually be there, I love talking about Disneyland, and that's why I put together the Castle Collective. So who is the Collective? Well, it's a group of friends of mine who love Disneyland as much as I do. Some are former Disney employees, some are current Disney employees, some are hosts of other Disneyland podcasts, and some are just friends who love Disneyland just like you and me. And in each episode, one of them joins me to talk about what makes Disneyland the happiest place on earth. So for the next little bit, you can leave today and enter the world of yesterday, tomorrow, and fantasy. This is the Castle Collective. And ladies and gentlemen, boys and girls, welcome back to another episode of the Castle Collective. And my, oh my, we have got a large and awesome, beautiful group here with us tonight, uh, making up the collective. First off, he is one of the hosts of the Word on the Main Street podcast. He is also the world's biggest haunted mansion fan, Sean Solo. Welcome back. Thanks for having me. And of course, uh, she literally is a Disney princess. She has worked on the Disney Cruise Lines, as well as at Disney World Sea Shelley. Welcome aboard this evening, peeps. And speaking of people who have worked at Disney World, he is not the captain. He is the skipper. We've had a lot of captain talk lately, but he is Skipper Rob. Welcome back. Thank you. Uh, excited to be here and do this efficiently. And he is our resident foodie and the family man of Disneyland, Joel Skellington. Belly up. And of course, he was the dominant force at Disneyland in the 90s, Mr. Nick at Night. Hello, everyone. What a beautiful group we have here tonight. And I want to put in a quick plug uh, in something that I got to do that came out just this morning as of when we are recording. And that is that uh, Word on the Main Street podcast, their episode this morning, was me talking about my VIP experience. I got to do the VIP tour. Uh, it was marvelous. It was so wonderful. So uh, I, I was going to spend the next hour telling you all about it, but instead, go listen to the podcast. It's about an hour of me telling you all about it. So go ahead and check out Word on the Main Street if you want to hear all about my experience doing the VIP tour. But now we've got really important things that we're going to talk about in this episode. You know, wherever you find yourself at Disneyland, and we're going to be focused on Disneyland Park today, you look around and there are just things that you can't wait for, things that you absolutely love, and then things that you go, my gosh, will they please replace that? Why does anybody like that? So we're going to do the best and worst land by land. What is the best and worst thing in each land? And we're being generous with the phrase land uh, because they don't all end in land. Uh, but it'll be interesting to see how many we agree on. I'm sure there are some that are going to be unanimous. Um but then there should also be some diverse opinions. So, uh, by the way, for our audience, our listening audience, we did define this as it could be any thing. It could be an attraction. It could be a song that's played in that area or a food thing of some kind, uh, even a shop. Whatever it is, the one thing, what it's not is generally. Like I just told everybody, it can't be your least favorite thing about Adventureland is that it's crowded. It's got to be a thing that is in that land. And then you could even suggest what you want to replace it or how you could make something better. So 
We are going to go ahead and we are going to start as we always start in the parks on Main Street. I guess you don't always start Main Street. If you take the monorail, you do get dumped off inside the park. But most of us start off in Main Street. Let's go to Main Street USA and let's go to Sean Solo. Sean, why don't you give us your favorite thing on Main Street USA? I hope this counts, but really my favorite thing about Main Street. If it doesn't, I'll change it. But uh, I mean, for me, that's where I start, right? And just walking through those tunnels, going down the street, and the feeling that you have at the start of your day, like we're at Disneyland, it's it's about to get magical and crazy and fun. Um, So just that feeling that you have on Main Street you don't i don't get it anywhere else in the park so okay let's call, let's to sean this seems very broad this yes, is broad. i agree so but i'm i'm gonna tangible. define it for you tangible <laughs> your favorite part of main street is the street or is it I the guess tunnels? So, yeah walking down the street uh like listening the to the music <laughs> i will say that yeah, Sean, you came out firing, breaking the rule. That's good. I know. That's I know. good. <laughs> it's easily established now. We get it. Yes. Yeah. Yes. So I would say the street itself that you appreciate. There's not one thing. It's it's the actual Main Street. Yes. Yes. Is your favorite part of Main Street is the street itself. That's Perfect. pretty good. That's like my favorite part of my backyard is the window that faces it. <laughs> Like, I like that. I actually like that, that the street is your favorite. Did anybody else have the street as their favorite part of Main Street? No. I all mean, right. That kind of was my first thought, but I did put something tangible. But I, I agree with you, Sean, that it is a wonderful <laughs> feeling. It is a wonderful feeling. So I'll give it all. I will. Of course, we'll allow that. Let's Perfect. go over to see Shelly. What do you have for Main Street? Uh, So... Sean, even though I'm teasing you, I mean, that was really my first thought. So I was like, how do I describe that? So I, uh, I definitely just put the Disneyland railroad station that you see Mm. right when you walk in from, you know, sort of the backside and then come around and see the front side of it where you can go up the steps and get on the train. But the, the ambience of the actual train station and the sounds of, of the train, of the steam, of the engine, of the horn tooting tooting horn uh the guy's voice you know the welcome to whatever he says station <laughs> does it give uh, does it give you chills when you hear your attention please yes absolutely that's it you know what it, that sound that sean your yeah. attention please that's it mm-hmm. yeah that's the best part I of Main Street. absolutely love it with the train station there and it used to be Uh, A well-hidden secret, but now with the internet, it's super not hidden. But you used to be able to, for the fireworks, you could go stand on the the train station right there where you walk up the first set of stairs, and you had the most amazing view of Main Street and the fireworks, and it was awesome. Now, like if the fireworks are at 9, there are people there waiting at 3.30. Like, it's ridiculous. But love the railroad. Who else had the railroad or the... uh, the railroad station at Main Street. Anybody? Well, then let's jump over to Skipper Rob. Skipper Skip Rob. Skip Skipper Rob, Skip. you wanted to do this efficiently. Come on. Yes. <laughs> I know I did. I was trying to play the sound effects from Main Street. Um, um, I'm just going to say my new favorite. My new favorite is sitting on the... the uh, 
I don't know, at the porch of the old Wizard of Bras. That's how I call it. I yes, don't know what that store is. But there's like two seats there. And yep. uh, recently I just sat on those seats and I just watched people. So my goal yep. is to one day sit on those seats and watch a parade. I haven't done that yet. But it was like one of my favorite things I've ever done on Main Street. It was amazing. There is a famous Disney guy who goes to the parks a lot who sits there. He wears a Dodgers jacket and a Dodgers hat. And he's That's quite right. famous and people go sit with him. Uh, Sean Solo, do you want to share our experience of sitting on that bench? Yeah, uh, it's something I like to do, but me and Sean got to do it uh, one time that we went at the end of the night. A lot of people are walking out. Nobody's on that bench for the most part. So if you can snag it, definitely do. But we we snagged it and you just watch everybody flow out until you're the last ones on Main Street. I think we waited until the security guard came up and told us we needed to get out. Uh, They actually didn't notice us. And then employees for cleaning were coming into the park. And we just sat there. We didn't move. And then a security guard walked by, like the lights had come on. Everything was closed. And a security guard walked by and stopped. And he goes, what are you guys doing? And I said, we're just sitting. So, so we was were that the... your intent just to stay there until somebody kicked you out? Uh-huh. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. yeah. Just two grown men just waiting to sneak it. There was a, there was a weird part of me that thought that maybe someone would go, Hey, come with me. Let me show you behind the scenes, but <laughs> never happened. So I love that. Did anybody else have the bench and people watching? All right, let's go over to Nick at night, Nick at night. What you got? Um, mine was actually similar enough to Sean's, but more specific. And that is, I, I love walking out from the tunnel over to, I, I have to walk through the tunnel to the left. That's closer to the fire station. And kind of do my hello to to Walt is mm-hmm. that being his office over that way. It's kind of I don't enter through the right tunnel. I always have to go through the left tunnel for that reason, because I feel like um, that's just part of my tradition is to to say hi to Walt on the way in. That is awesome. Great tradition. There's obviously a whole lot of um, how would you say it? There's a lot of nostalgia and a lot of emotion associated with main street maybe more than anywhere else does that sound about right probably that's what i'm hearing you know because it's and you have that anticipation you know you haven't had a stroller uh run into your feet you know like uh that hasn't happened yet (laughs) you will soon yes you and maybe it has already happened so that's fantastic joel skellington what you got um a few things, uh, but trying to narrow it down, it also comes to nostalgia and memory for me. And it's in general, the shops down there. Cause it's just such a, for me, it's just, that's the last thing you do is you go through those shops and grab some random thing you'll lose in a little while, but, but it just wraps into that whole thing, but the magic shop, which I don't know if that's even still there too, but I mean, all those kind of, that was it is. One, of the, one of the joys as a kid is, is going back and forth between all those little shops, uh, especially as, as the day ended. Magic Shop is still there. Who started his career in the Magic Shop? Steve Martin. Steve Martin did. I agree. I love the shops. I love, especially at the end of the night. My kids know we do not walk into a shop before 4 p.m. anywhere for any reason. (laughs) 
4 p.m. on, that's fine. Go go hit the shops, but uh, that's about it. So good, good memories. Yeah, good times walking around the shops. I also love that the shops are open after the park technically closes. It's like, hey, we do not want you on our rides you already paid for, but we will take your money. So for I, money. I, I don't mind that. Wow. So we kind of there's a lot of uh, a lot of nostalgia things going on. Um, this one might not surprise anybody on the collective, but can I guess it? What your country can do for you. Good old Abe, I knew it. Yeah. Let's see. There we go. <laughs> Hands down. Great moments with Mr. Lincoln. Not shocked at all. I love great moments with Mr. Lincoln, and I love that song. And I'm the guy in the theater singing along, America, spread your golden wings. I love great moments with Mr. Lincoln. Um, You know, funny thing, they used to do a thing for a little while. There was a new, and Nick, you being an audio engineer may know about this, but it was the, was it binaural? um, where. You, it would make the sound all around your head and you could hear it in different places. That's um, what they're looking at it. Yeah. So they, they would give you headphones and you'd wear headphones in it. And those headphones, at one point you were getting, you were a soldier that was getting a haircut and you'd hear it be right behind your head and people would jump and stuff. And that was pretty neat. But I still think great moments with Mr. Lincoln I do great moments with Mr. Lincoln almost every time I go. I'm going on Wednesday night. I'll be there. My guess is because lines are always really long that I will be going to great moments with Mr. Lincoln. So something fun to do. Uh, but is anyone else really a fan of great moments or am I the only actual fan of it? I like it. I haven't I seen it in a long time, but I like it. Debated putting it on my worst part of Main Street, but <laughs> but I understood in myself that I have to go to it before I call it the worst. It's just in my mind as a child, like no one goes in there. You do not go in there. Um, so someday well, Joel, I might try it. You're welcome to add it to worst. So why don't you go ahead and kick us off with worst on main street? What is the worst thing on main street for you? Well, I truly, as I said, I don't think I can put it at worst. It just seems like that is, uh, goes against all I believe because you cannot judge something without trying it. Fair uh, point. Least. And thank you for at least knowing that. That's good. Um, the worst, which is maybe odd and maybe not as general as Sean's, but a close is just main street is just too darn long. Especially <laughs> when you're starting the day, I want to get to something and I'm walking through 1940s America. I just want to be done. Now there's sometimes I love it and strolling it and the feeling and all that kind of blah, blah, blah. But there's times where I want to get into it and it just feels like it goes forever. I'm like, can I just cross over here to Adventureland? Just jump over this. You know, I can hear and see things right there. Let me in. So you essentially want to shorten main street. Yes. All right. So you don't like Lincoln main street's too long. You're a, if you take out Lincoln, it will shorten it by, you know, (laughs) a certain point. So, yes, I'm with you. All right. Did anybody else have uh, main street's length as the thing they like least? (laughs) All right, Nick at night, what you got? The idiocy of people taking their time walking down Main Street at the start of the day. I hate people walking slow. 
<laughs> at the start of the day. Get out of the way. Get to the side something. But when people are just like, I'm just going to take my time, I'm like, I think I'm going to punch someone. Move out of the way so that the rest of us can get on with our day. I don't that's know. The cousin, that's the cousin of mine. That's kind of the whole thing. I want to get through here. And yeah. I'm, I, I'm now changing the rules for the podcast since <laughs> we now have three things that are not things so far brought up and we just the got idiots. started. The idiots. That's my thing. The, the, the idiots, idiots are me. not an attraction. They're tangible. They're not <laughs> Attraction for the people watching. All right, we're now allowing for anything. You can literally <laughs> say anything because obviously my rules uh, make no difference whatsoever. So that's good. All right, the idiocy. All bets are off. Whatever it is, uh, did anybody else have the idiots? <laughs> and you need to show me that you had it written down as <laughs> the idiots or Main Street is too darn long. I'll take either. Skipper Rob, what, what do you have? Well, mine was kind of like that. If I was going to do something specific, it's uh, when horses poop in front of you. That's the worst. <laughs> and you have to pass it and it smells like I love the beautiful horses, but I do not like their excrement. That's very specific. But um, I hate getting out of there at the end of the day when you're trying to just beat the crowds and just get out of there and you're going down main street and it's just like super crowded before parade or before fireworks when you're trying to escape that's the worst mm. so trying to get out of there like i don't want to be it i don't want to be on main street when they when when there's like fire like it, no it's not gonna happen but specifically poop horse poop <laughs> see shelly so mine uh, what there's not a lot to not enjoy about Main Street. I think it's all pretty epically amazing and nostalgic and wonderful and cute. But I will go with the tangible little tracks on Main Street that have to do. <laughs> because you do, like, if you aren't watching, you're going to get your foot stuck in there or trip or something. And then strollers get stuck in there in front of you. So I know they serve a purpose for whatever little trolley, but, like, they bug me a lot. So, yeah, that would be so Shelly. I'm with you, but I was going to say general ankle twisters because I was going to include the curb. Why okay. on earth is there a curb <laughs> on Main Street and you're walking along inches from people and you don't realize you've scooted over to one side or the other. And then all of a sudden you hit the curb and you, yeah, it, it, it's an obstacle course. It is Main Street. Get rid of the tracks. Get rid of the curbs. I know people like to sit on the there curbs, are curbs the... because people like to sit on them for the parade. Yeah. And then you can't get over to the sidewalk because people sit <laughs> on the curbs. So well, Hong Kong doesn't have the tracks. Mm. That is just bricks. And I have to say, it is one of those things that I missed it. Like it felt like, hey, I'm on Main I Street. Don't, look don't have the tracks. And it, it's, it's a weird thing to miss. But without it, you're like, this feels like an impossible poster it's not it's not real <laughs> somehow because it doesn't have the tracks i wouldn't mean mind I like them. i'm just saying it's, it, i noticed it as a thing yeah i i am absolutely aligned with yeah i i like that they're there actually my number one worst was going to be the main street vehicles because the vehicles really get to me when you're walking along and you're like oh my gosh drives me nuts John Solo, what you got? What is your worst part of Main Street USA? 
Well, I'm going to take Joel's favorite thing and turn it into the worst thing. I I don't like the shops. I hate going in there. It's always crowded. Uh, people do a lot of that, like stopping in inconvenient places while I'm trying to get through them. The uh, idiots. Yeah. Yeah. The idiots. And <laughs> yeah, I, I, <laughs> I only go in there when I go with like my wife who likes to shop and it's just one of the most boring things to do at Disneyland. So that's my worst. Yeah. And, and especially when it. you have kids, cause kids want to go into the shops and they want, you know, everything. it's going to cost a fortune. <laughs> All right. So I think we've pretty much covered main street USA kind of fun that some of the things that some people like, some people dislike. I love it. Uh, let's go to the land that needs nothing, that is perfect in every way, needs no refurbishment whatsoever. <laughs> let's go to Tomorrowland. And what is your absolute favorite thing in Tomorrowland, Sean Solo? All right. Uh, I'm going to go with pure, normal Space Mountain, no Star Wars, just Space Mountain, how it's supposed to be. Maybe Guardian, hey, not Guardians, maybe uh, Ghost Galaxy, but uh, wow, Space Mountain. I was with you until Ghost Galaxy. (laughs) So if you're going to stick with pure old straight Space Mountain, it's my number one also. What is it you love so much about Space Mountain, Sean? Uh, Really, it's the soundtrack uh, that plays while you're going through the roller coaster. I I think it's awesome. The Dick Dale one or the... Michael I, I like them both, but the current Michael, I can never pronounce his last name. Gian, is, Giancino. Yeah. Yeah. But I do love the Dick Dale version. I don't think they use that anymore. Though. I don't think so. I, I prefer the, I prefer the Dick Dale version, but I'm with you. I, I was on it, you know, just a couple of weeks ago um, when I was on the VIP tour and um <laughs> <laughs> I'm going to see how many times I can say VIP tour during this episode, but uh, yeah, I was, I was on it and uh, I was with a 12 year old kid who was with us and it was, he's from Australia and it was his very first time at Disneyland ever. And let me just tell you, we were in the very front and riding with a kid who's 12, who's never been on it. It was like a whole new thing, listening to him laugh hysterically and, I also think it's one of the most exciting moments in all of Disneyland is right before you launch as you're going up toward it. And once you crest and the vastness of space, I, I love space mountain. And I've, you know, what's funny is I kind of went through a non space mountain time for a while and I've come full circle. I think it's after, you know, I, I think it's just fantastic. So I'm all in. Who else has Space Mountain? Uh, you've got it, Shelly. Absolutely. And I assume Rob does also, uh, from what I recall. But uh, Shelly, tell us why you love Space Mountain so very much. I mean, I think Space Mountain is not only my favorite thing in Tomorrowland. It is my favorite thing in Disneyland. It is also my favorite ride of all time in any theme park ever Wow. Created. It It's probably in my top five things in the state of California. Whoa. Whoa. Uh, I love that ride with all my heart and soul. I can ride it over and over and over. I love to sit in the front. You just mentioned the front. I usually ask to wait for that lovely front row. 
Um, nothing makes me giggle or brings me more joy, really. Like hardly, hardly any little experience in life gives me more joy than the ride space mountain. That is awesome. I love that excitement. All right. Just juxtaposing because you're also a Disney world girl. Mm -hmm. Most people think Disneyland vastly superior over Disney world. Where do you land? I agree with that, but I also really, really enjoy the one at Disney World. I love riding it. I still love it. It's still my favorite ride at Magic Kingdom in Florida. But yes, I I agree that the one in California is loads better. I like the ride vehicle better at Disney World. I like the ride Mm. itself better at Disneyland, but the ride vehicle I prefer. Rob? Skipper Rob, give us some opinions on this thing. Yeah, D- Disney World is <clears throat> Magic Kingdom is not good at all. I mean, the only cool thing about it is that tunnel. That's about it. Um, so it's not good at all. I still enjoy <laughs> it. I like the feeling of my or- internal organs like doing weird things that happen on that version of the ride. <laughs> <laughs> Rob, tell us why you love Disney or uh, Space Mountain is uh, is your favorite thing in Tomorrowland, right? Well, you you assumed as much, but I actually really just like waiting in line at Autotopia. Oh, wait, we're not on the things. Um, yeah, no, Space Mountain is my favorite. I didn't know it was like Shelly's favorite of all time. Oh, for um, sure. It is my favorite ride at Disneyland. And we've mentioned all the things except for one thing. Uh, Sean said the music, the anticipation. The part that's like the pinnacle for me is when you go around the corner and then the chorus goes, oh, and mm-hmm. then the galaxy starts to swirl. Like that part is like chills for me every time. And then it starts doing the whoop, 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 whoop. And I'm just like banging the front. And I'm like, yeah. And everybody around me is like, why? And I just <laughs> love it so much. So I got to My goal is to ride it with Shelly on the front row. Yeah, and my wife's going to be waiting for us. And she's like, so how was it? Because she can't ride it anymore. It's it. She just can't do it. But it's yeah. Shelly and I are on the same page. When we go on the collective trip, we will definitely all we'll have we'll all have to go because I want to hear you yell. So, <laughs> yeah, I'm I'm with you guys 100 percent. It's definitely so. So far, we're four for four. Nick at night. Are you keeping the streak alive with Space Mountain? Or are you going somewhere else? I'm going somewhere else. I am actually a Star Tours fan. Not that it's in Tomorrowland, but the actual attraction itself, I think. Star Tours is in Tomorrowland. What do you mean? No, no, it is. I just don't love that it's in Tomorrowland. Oh, I see Um, what you're saying. Right. (laughs) Um, I I, I love the line queue. Yeah. There's something going on in just about every step of the line. Yeah. And I love that they've been able to add new trips and new voyages and new text and all that kind of stuff that they've built something that is dynamic and and can change as the star Wars galaxy and the movies change. And I think there's just so much that the Imagineers accomplished with that. So I'm actually going with star tours. I love it. Uh, I am old enough to remember when star tours opened and the long, long, long lines for it. Uh, and I love that they've updated it. You know, I, look, I, I was one who thought they should take it out when Galaxy's Edge opened, but they didn't. That's okay. Um, it's good, whatever. But I love that they doubled down on it and said, look, we're creating whole new adventures. And I got to say, the new adventures are unbelievable. They're great. So, 
Yeah, really, really fun. Um, interesting. We had a few people who had not been when we were when we went a few weeks ago. We had you a mean few the people, VIP tour? I wasn't going to say it, but thank you. It was a VIP <laughs> tour. Uh, we had a few people who had never been, and um, two of them said how much they preferred Star Tours over um, Smuggler's Run. Even though you control Smuggler's Run, they said there was something so much bigger about Star Tours. So anyway, <clears throat> very cool. Joel Skellington, where are you falling in all this? Your favorite thing at uh, at Tomorrowland? Yeah, I'm in the Nick camp. Star Tours, the adventure continues, is is where I am. I mean, all those things. It's the variety, the the even interaction, although it's you know slight, but you know, I maybe am gonna be the bad guy on that uh wall when they post the picture, which I have been before. I always try and make sure I look, you know, ruffled up, you get my the hair. Spy. And I always tell my kids, always look forward, get in there, sit down, look forward. Um I don't know when they take the picture, but you need to be ready. Um I think my in my one of my young my younger son has been as well. And yeah, the spy thing, but just I just yeah, it's just the way they can weave together all these things and still like, Oh, I haven't seen this before. Um, and, uh, and it doesn't jostle me um, into next week as uh, space mountain does, which I used to love in the past. Yeah. Yeah. I get that part of it. I can do it once, once um, really sweet experience. I had my, we adopted a nine-year-old boy who had never been to Disneyland and uh, I take my kids on one-on-one trips and, we had only had him for a couple of months and I took him to Disneyland and everything, his eyes were just huge. And he, he came from a rough background and it was a really special trip. We had some neat moments, but one of them was we went on star tours and he was the spy and just seeing his face up there was like worth the entire trip. He was amazing. And also a question on star tours is it the most unreliable line time of everything at Disneyland? There are times when I go and it's packed and the line is less than 10 minutes and times when it's empty and it's 45. Like I never know. There never seems to be rhyme nor reason as to how long that line is. Space Mountain, I can tell you right now probably how long that line is. Star Tours, I could never guess. Am I the only one who thinks that? Am I wrong on that? I've seen that when they've had rooms break down. I don't know how many, is it four rooms? I can't remember how many rooms they run there. So I think it has a lot to do with that. And you don't see that. You kind of get distributed and you kind of are missing how many rooms might actually be running at a time. Absolutely. I don't know that I've been that analytical of it. Because, again, it's what, for me, it's one of the rides where I don't mind being in line. There's something to look at and do because there's plenty of distractions where if this was you know, some other line queue, I would probably have a little bit more kind of beef with it and, and i never me, ride it makes me ill oh does it really do all motion yeah. sensor rides do yeah that to you yes sir yeah i can't ride that one mm. that's a bummer have you all right yes i have oh, okay like two or three times i've made myself go on it with just because of the group i was with or whatever taking somebody for the first time and they really want to but yeah no i i can't do those types of rides mm. got it well, let's go to the worst of. I can't wait to hear this, Sean Solo. What you got at the as the worst of Tomorrowland? Um, out of all the wasted real estate there, I hate that they have people mover tracks that do nothing. It, uh, I hate them. I want them gone. Either either bring it back or get rid of them. Is my opinion. Yeah, I 
I'm going to say, by the way, Sean, you and I are totally aligned on this. I took it slightly broader and said just unused real estate. Mm-hmm. And for me, it's three things. And part of that's my age. I've shared before I'm 50 years old. So for me, it's people mover number one, like seeing those tracks, horrible. I, I, every time I'm there, not only the tracks, but where the little gift shop is, where the escalator used to be that you took you up to it, like that drives me nuts. The second is Star Wars Launch Bay, uh, which, you know, was America Sings. And before that was Carousel Progress. And the fact that it was two really epic things, like both Carousel of Progress and America Sings were awesome, amazing. And then it became Innoventions, which was horrible. And then Launch Bay, they just said, we give up. We don't know. Look, we have some. Whoa. My Alexa just decided to talk to us. I apologize. I have no idea why. I would have sworn she just said paging Mr. Morrow. Mr. Tom Morrow. Morrow. Um, (laughs) That's what she said. (laughs) But that would have been weird if she did. But uh, but like Star Wars Launch Bay is like we have totally given up. We have no originality left. And so let's just stash this year. The third one. Actually, there are four. The third one (laughs) is the Captain EO Magic Eye Theater. Uh, You know, the fact that Captain EO, the greatest captain of all time, I will mute you all. was in there and then honey i shrunk the kids was in there uh, muppet theater was in there for a while and now like the occasional preview or most of the time nothing there is nothing there that is a travesty and then the fourth part of unused real estate is uh starcade the fact that starcade they occasionally will use it for the downstairs part only the upstairs part they have like convention center like you can host a party up there or something or They'll have meeting rooms up there, but downstairs they've had some magic key special photo ops. But when I walk in there, like I want to cry. I'm like, this was Starcade, the most exciting part of Disneyland when I was 12 years old. So I agree that the most egregious is definitely the people mover, but man, all of that unused real estate, mm-hmm. mostly not because of what it could be, but because of what it was, uh, Tomorrowland was the greatest land in all of Disneyland. And now it's a shell of its former self. So, all right. Did I make myself clear enough? Was I passionate enough I about so. it? Yeah. All right. Yes. And you also stole my entire one. <laughs> I was about to say, did anybody have all the unused real estate? Well, no, but I you, I picked one tangible thing. All right. Well, so did Sean. So Shelly us. <laughs> Yes, the theater. And part of this, I'll just tell our audience, goes back to a discussion we were having earlier today on our text group about Captain Eova. Tell us why the theater rose to the top for you, Shelley. That is exactly why. I literally, in my notes, I literally wrote down, the worst thing about Tomorrowland is anything that has ever come after Captain (laughs) Eova. Because I love it. (laughs) I love, I still have... Sean, did I wear a Captain EO shirt one of the times we went? I'm sure you did, yeah. <laughs> I love Captain EO, man. I absolutely love it. So, Why aren't they showing it anymore? Does anyone know? They brought it back about 15 years ago. Yeah, I went people to, were, I saw and it. Kid, kids went in and were mocking it, were making fun of it. But uh, also... I have a feeling Michael Jackson is a little bit... It's a problematic. There's a little asterisk yeah. about... Yeah, yeah <laughs> there's some... There are some asterisks of, about it, uh, you know. It's also and, on uh, an exclusive theater called 
YouTube. Yes. <laughs> yeah. yeah. Mm-hmm. I don't have a subscription. <laughs> yeah. They're also not bringing back their uh, great moments with uh, Bill Cosby. For some reason, they just, oh. seem to, they just seem to just certain people. They're just not welcome anymore. So just put Lincoln back in. I'm telling you one thing, though, Shelly, if they ever bring back Captain EO, we're going. Oh, yeah. Oh, we are going. <laughs> I loved it. Didn't you just love every part of it? I mean, the 3D, I, I really the... did. I love the little furry creatures. I realize it's so weird, but I loved the 3D like metal finger lady coming out at you. And I mean, who doesn't want to watch Michael Jackson sing and dance? Sorry. All right. Who I played the metal finger canceled, lady? But boy, I love his Angelica talent. Houston. It was Angelica Houston. And if I may quote, you think me? Mm-hmm. beautiful beautiful <laughs> i love it love it I'm i wanted to love it you. and i'm you know of your age sean but uh as I, I told the group like i remember watching it i was so excited and i love the creatures and everything was fun and the space thing and i'm so excited it's michael jackson and all these creatures are so scared of the captain and then he comes on and goes hey guys and i was like oh, oh yeah like this the, <laughs> the, the he rises up yeah and it's, and he's back and he turns around Let's go. Come on. Like, come on. How are you the captain? <laughs> Try. Attrition. It's the best. It's the greatest. I love Captain EO. I absolutely love it. But I will give grace to anyone who does not. But Shelly, we're totally aligned. Uh, Skipper Rob, what you got is the worst of Tomorrowland. I'll give you a very specific one. Waiting in line for Autopia in the rain being miserable because there's no other options available and it smells like gas and you're just like this is miserable that's it (laughs) so why why do you go on autopia like usually it's just you and your wife going this was the last time we were there we were just Uh, like it was raining we just didn't know what else to do we're like we haven't done this yet we haven't done it in years I just yeah. like because we have we're annual pass holders, I have the opportunity to just like, let's just do this. We haven't done it. Let's do it. Let's try yeah. it. And it was just miserable. It was miserable. I always tell my kids, if you want this experience on the way home, we'll get on the 405. We'll take the yeah. 405 and <laughs> bumper to bumper traffic, no problem. But it's But it was better. specifically waiting in line. Yeah, it just was ugh. that line. I'll tell you what, man, I've got, you know, a lot of kids. And uh, I have five boys who all really loved Autopia at different times. That line is extra special when it is 102 degrees outside. That is the hottest place on planet Earth. When you when they used to have the bridge used to be uncovered, you used to go up and over the bridge and you'd yeah. be standing on that bridge. Good. Let's put you eight feet closer to the sun while <laughs> you are standing there with no breeze whatsoever. And then yeah, the fumes. Was- and then all the gas fumes yeah. as you're passing out. Yeah, it's not good. So, all right, Nick at night, what you got? Worst part of Tomorrowland? Pizza port. <laughs> Terrible. You can't pizza. even call it Pizza Planet or Pizza Planet. It, it, the, the, oh my gosh, it's just the worst pizza. And I don't know, it feels so thematically boring. But most of Tomorrowland is that way now. But it's just I don't, I don't care much for it. It's loud. It's noisy. The food is gross. Don't like it. Yeah. And the fact that they can't call it Pizza Planet, they have to call it Alien Pizza Planet. 
And nobody knows this because they make alien really small and then pizza planet all big, yeah. you know, yeah, because someone else owns the trademark for pizza planet. Does anyone like pizza planet at Disneyland? I haven't had it for years. I mean, I don't remember hating it, but I haven't had it in a long time. Sean, I'm a pizza fan. Stop. Am I a fan? Um, the only thing I've eaten there recently was uh, Alien Macaron, and it was awesome. So yeah, the Alien Macaron is great. I guess it's good for me. <laughs> but out of, I will say, because a lot of people don't know, and Nick won't brag for himself, Nick is a chef, and specifically with all things uh, Italian, Mediterranean, whatever, I've been in multiple cooking competitions with Nick, and he has a true palate. My issue with it, I cannot stand the idea of anything greasy. I'll take sugar all day long and even things that are heavy. Like I don't mind uh, like a Monte Cristo or something, but the pool of oil on a piece of pizza and then getting off and going on uh, space mountain, not appealing. <laughs> Agreed. Not, not really my jam. All right. Uh, Joel Skellington. I should have jumped on with, uh, with Rob. Cause that's to me too. The fumes of Autopia. Um, those, uh, or going to Autopia as well with someone who can't quite reach the pedals, but still wants to drive their own car. Um, you got to lean across with your foot and then your calf cramps. Well, even worse, they, when we went and my daughter was just barely tall enough to go solo and it felt like we waited for three hours for her to come around. Like I was thought she maybe got abducted. I mean, we were all just there <laughs> waiting and, and then here she comes with a hundred cars behind her of angry people. Um, <laughs> she's, but, but it's, that was a one-time thing in general. You're always just like the fumes, like how is this legal? Um, yeah. And Honda, why do you want to put your name on this? Like it is just bad. <laughs> yeah. They could definitely do something else. I mean, there's yes. no question. Um so what is the retheming that they could do on that? And should they bring in electric cars? Yeah, just electric yes. cars right there. Boom. Yeah. I mean, I think I solved a lot of it. What why don't they retheme it to um uh Wreck It Ralph, the the speedway in Wreck It Ralph? Can you imagine how cool that would be? That if would they be had awesome. the if they had I, all I the candy did, stuff. I thought yeah. they did retheme it a little bit with uh, some IP, didn't they at one point? Rescue Rangers for a little while. Mm. They had a, a Rescue a Rangers thing. I thought there was something else after that. It was gummy bears. <laughs> that was the boats. Gummy bears was the boats. Yeah, that was the daytime. There was a short amount. Maybe I'm wrong. Maybe I'm thinking of the gummy bears and the boats. Maybe I'm wrong. Yeah, maybe there wasn't a wasn't mm. a theming, but yeah, or Herbie. Make them all Herbies. You could do a lot with Autopia. That's that would make it a lot more fun. <laughs> they could do. They they need to do a refresh on Herbie if they're gonna, you know, put that as the theme on a ride. I think it's too uh, too old now. You can do an eight episode Disney Plus series on that. Yeah, yeah. I think it'd be great. They've discontinued the, the Volkswagen Bug. <laughs> that the Volkswagen Bug is still available in Mexico, so you know they could still do that. Um. All right, let's go on. If there are no more thoughts on, we could spend all day talking about how to fix Tomorrowland, but uh, we have a whole episode for our listeners. You can go back and say, let's fix Disneyland, where we talk about how to fix all these things. Let's go forward to the great land of Fantasyland. What is your favorite? What is the best, best thing in Fantasyland? We'll go backward this time. Joel Skellington, what you got as the best of Fantasyland? It is, and not the ride, the teacups, because that is death. 
but oh. <laughs> the music for the teacups that for me and i talked about it on the musical episode that is the tune that whenever someone mentions disney or talks it that is the first thing that pops into my head is and just and that is all pervasive especially throughout fantasy land and it's just it just brings me joy when i hear it and so that for me is the best no part doubt. of fantasy land is just that pipe through the entire land i love it yeah just walking around and hearing that sound gets uh it's exciting that's a great part of the park fantastic um let's see let's go over to nick at night nick what you got as best of fantasy land i admittedly this was actually a little harder to pinpoint down because i do like a lot of things about fantasy land but uh i i would have to go with peter pan particularly the part of the ride where you fly over london and, mm. and why that part it to me that was magic as a kid like the fact that you felt like you were flying through the cartoon and for me part of fantasy land in the name is being enter enter into the fantasy and for me peter pan helps you do that better than most of the other rides in fantasy land i i mean look the line you can't argue with the line with the fact that it does not matter on the emptiest day or the busiest day, you are waiting more than 30 minutes. Yeah. It does I'm not matter. part about it, but yeah. Actually, unless you're on a VIP tour, then they walk you right in the back <laughs> and it takes less than five minutes. I'll just say that. But it's, you know, what's funny about Peter Pan is like this, that the, the 12 year old that we went with a few weeks ago, I said, let's go to Peter Pan. He was like, I don't want to go to Peter Pan. I'm 12. I'm not a little kid. Why, why are we going on Peter Pan? And even some of the the adults we were with, we were like, they were like, yeah, I don't think we need to go on Peter Pan. We walked off of there and everybody, holy cow, wow, that was amazing, incredible. Like everybody loved it. So yeah. And I can't say that it's it's much better at Disneyland than Walt Disney World. That needs a coat of paint at Walt Well, Disney. the line though, the queue at Disney World is unbelievable. The queue is almost be better than the ride at Disney World. <laughs> The queue has all kinds of interactive things that you can play around with. And that's it's, true. The queue is pretty phenomenal, but you're right. The ride itself. Mm -mm. All right. And also where it's located, that little stretch at Disney World where you have Peter Pan and then a uh, small world right across from it. You feel like Weird. you're a strip mall. Chunky. Not good. Yeah. Bizarre. Land. Yeah. It's not good. Not good. All right. Let's go over to see Shelly. See Shelly. What is the best part of Fantasyland? So I actually started out riding Peter Pan earlier and because I do, I also adore that ride. The little flyover London is my favorite part. But then I realized, how am I going to get in Matterhorn if I don't use that for fantasy land? So I must because the Matterhorn is iconic. It's beautiful. It's fantastic. You can see it from the freeway. Uh, <laughs> the ride is great. And you know, who doesn't, who doesn't want the abominable snowman going at them loads of times. So I love that ride. It is an awesome attraction. Now that is an attraction where from time to time, uh, people talk about getting their back rearranged. My dad went yes. on it. My dad is in his late seventies and yeah, we walked off of there and he went, Oh yeah. He said, I either need the chiropractor now or will not need one for a year. One of the two, because <laughs> it throws you around for sure. 
Rob, where are you going with uh, the ultimate in fantasy land? Um, is uh, the Matterhorn count? Matterhorn does count because Shelly was just going through it as hers. You know, so Matterhorn for sure does count. I, I, I don't want to repeat anything. So I always kind of do this one because it's, it's so silly, but I love Casey Jr. It's, it's the, I know you do. I thought you were going to go there, which is why I made sure I put it as my worst. Oh Oh my, (laughs) I love the music in it specifically. And what's really cool about Casey Jr. Is it's the best way to see fantasy land. It's a fun way to kind of get a tour and you just get this tour of fantasy land and you got the music, and then uh, the weird sound of the the train guy. Like I think I can. I think I can. Anyway, I love it. It's just the craziest thing. I don't have kids, so I one day I vicariously I'm going to live through somebody else's kid and bring them on with me. I've said this before on the podcast, but Casey Jr. is one of my favorites for sure. It's a great one. I think that's a fantastic choice. Sean Solo, what you got? Um, I'm going all the way to the back of the land, and I'm going to actually pick Small World, which is probably on some of your worst uh, choices, but I I like Small Worlds. It's A, sentimental to me because it was my grandpa's favorite attraction in Disneyland. He was a big, gruffy guy, so it was kind of interesting that that was his favorite ride, but uh, it's also really cool in there. So on a hot day, it's just really nice. But I just like the message of the ride as well. Just that kind of plea for peace and that we're all not that different. And I just think it's it's a good all, all around attraction, even though it repeats itself for 10 minutes. A lot. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I love it. Why not? Why not? Right. I think it's fantastic. I always I don't understand the vitriol people feel for that attraction. Like, I really don't get it. I think it's a beautiful attraction. I get that the song gets stuck in people's heads, but I don't understand why there are people who really, really, truly hate it. I I think it's fantastic. I think it's a great attraction. I think it's one of the weakest when it comes to transporting you to another place where you where you I get transported walk. all over the world there. <laughs> no, what I mean by that is like you see the ceiling and it's like an office drop ceiling. I mean, it's not like it's there's the, like the stage tiles up there. Yeah. Yeah. It, it, I think for me, that's the song. I get the song. It's a clever song. It's a catchy tune. I respect all that. And I love the style of the characters. But to me, it feels now, at least it feels so lazy in the sense that it does not there's no um there's no facade there's no hiding the fact that you are in this room with a bunch of mechanical dolls i mean there's there's no fantasy to it in that respect i i i disagree because the boats are so whimsical the the kids are meant to be whimsical they are but for me two things sherman brothers one just the fact that it's a Sherman Brothers. Mm-hmm. And then number two, uh, Mary Blair. Y- you know, yeah, you walk up. You, for sure. But also Walt. I mean, that's a Walt ride. So I'm I'm with you, Sean. I'm I'm a big fan of. Yeah. of and you got to think so. like it came from the World's Fair. It was yeah. at the World's Fair and they put it in Disneyland. So it's kind of, I don't know, kind of a different attraction than 
than what you actually get that's built in the park. But I enjoy it. I think I went through like a high school, junior high phase where it like yeah, wasn't it's not it cool. Was cool to hate it, <laughs> but I, I can appreciate it now. Yeah, I'm with for you. The record, I, I, think I don't cool. hate it. I don't hate it. I just understand why some people hate it. Mm-hmm. Well, now that we're done talking about why Nick hates children, um, <laughs> I think uh, <laughs> just kidding. Um, so I'll I'll go with mine, and I think everyone knows what it is. Although I gotta say. It's very difficult for me because my two favorite attractions at Disneyland are number two, the Matterhorn, and number one, Alice in Wonderland. And so it makes it really tricky for me because, man, I I wish if, if Matterhorn weren't anywhere else, it would be number one in that land. But I love Alice in Wonderland so much. I've said it before. We went on it twice last time we went. I I think Alice in Wonderland, more than even Peter Pan for me, transports you to another place. And there's that little part of the woods where you're you're riding up through the Tolji woods and the hammer bird comes up and then the uh, Cheshire cat appears. I feel like I am in a different world. Like I really get to live, actually get to live inside uh, uh Alice in Wonderland, like I'm, it transports me, but there's also something special about it to me. And that is that then you go outside and you have that moment, especially at night when you hear the Matterhorn, you see the people below and you see the lights off in the distance and you can hear the music from uh, the tea party. I love it. Then you go back in for that last little scene, the explosion. I wish it was longer. I wish, especially for how long you have to wait usually to go on it. It's a, it's a close second to Peter Pan. I mean, there's a long wait for it, but I love Alice in Wonderland. But were it not for Alice in Wonderland, see, Shelly, I'm with you. I absolutely love, love, love the Matterhorn. But for my money, I think it's the best ride in all the parks is Alice in Wonderland. I know I'm in the minority that way. I don't care. I stopped caring. I enjoyed a long that time ride a ago. lot. I love it too. It's very good. We're going to wrap things up for tonight. We're going to break it in half. We're going to do half the lands now and then half in another episode. So it almost feels un-American to say, what is our least favorite part of Fantasyland? It's like, do you have a soul if there's a part of Fantasyland that you is your least favorite? And by the way, let's be clear that although in some cases there are things that we really hate in these lands, for the most part, it's just, you know, not necessarily our favorite. So Sean Solo, why don't you lay on us? What is your least favorite part of Fantasyland. So first, it's not my least favorite part because it never happens except the last time I was there. You were talking about the the line and Star Tours being unreliable. When we, we went on Casey Jr., the wait was uh, listed as 30 minutes. We ended up waiting 90 uh, for Casey Jr. Wow. And then my wow. child pooped, his, uh, pooped her pants as we got on the ride. And so it just smelled like poop the whole time. But anyway... <laughs> Uh, the worst. Oh, that's horrible. You should have waited for the Nemo subs. <laughs> <laughs> no one would have noticed. <laughs> the consistently worst thing about Fantasyland for me is the Fantasyland theater. Uh, it's there's nothing good there, and it's a giant waste of space. So Shelly's Shelly's fuming. I can tell. I know, I, uh, well, Shelly is ready to hang up on us. <laughs> yeah, I love it. I love it. I, am, I love musical shows at Disney parks. It's one of my favorite things which is which is what 
Disney World for sure has the the upper hand on on Disneyland. Yeah. But if they had something Disney good, there. has great shows. <laughs> Disney World has great shows and great yeah. theaters. Mm-hmm. Like the Finding Nemo show at uh, Animal Kingdom, unreal. The Beauty and the Beast show at uh, Hollywood Studios. I was about to show my age again and say at MGM Studios, uh, at Hollywood Studios, amazing. But Sean, I'm just gonna. I can't contain myself. With how much vitriol and hatred I feel toward the Fantasyland Theater every time, <laughs> every time I walk past it, for me, a it's a big old waste of space. Big like they don't they barely try. For years, it was Mickey and the Magic Map was the show. For crying out loud, that was horrible. But secondly, for a kid from the eighties, it was cute. <laughs> That's a big theater for cute. It's one thing that, you know, the, you know, over in California Adventure, they have the uh, Disney afternoon show or whatever. That's fine. It's in a little theater. But this is a massive piece of real estate right next to the entrance of Toontown, right by the railroad. Videopolis. It was the place where Disneyland had a nightclub. <laughs> Wang Chung performed there. And yet now, now it is Mickey and the, now it's the Lion King, but it's not even like the Lion King, like they have it at Animal Kingdom. Yeah. I think that uh, the Fantasyland Theater is hands down the worst part of Fantasyland. So I'm with you. Uh, see, Shelly, if you are not so angry uh, that you can speak right now, let's go over to you for your least favorite part of Fantasyland. Oh, I'm not angry. I love that debate as much as I love this debate that I'm disagreeing with Rob and his favorite being Casey Jr. Train. And I think it's the silliest, weirdest thing ever that that's there. So that's what I pick. That's what I would. You said silliest. It's not the worst. (laughs) Okay. It's the worst for me. (laughs) Here, Here is a pro tip for you on Casey Jr. If you are, let's say like a six foot tall, 300 pound man, just maybe don't go in one of the cage cars. Mm-hmm. It is one. so small. It looks large. Then you climb inside it and it is horrifying. It is so scary because you're thinking, will I get out of this car? You can't breathe. You're hunched over. But when you have a kid who demands that we go in the cage car, you go in the cage car. So it's bad, bad medicine. Rob, least favorite part of Fantasyland? Uh, since we got rid of the rules of intangible things, I, I hate the idea of the Peter Pan line. So many people love it. I hate that I have to distance myself from my friends because they want to wait in that line. I'm like, I like the ride, but I don't like the ride that much. And the line is horrible line. at Disneyland. The line at Disneyland has nothing at all. No. The one at Disney World, phenomenal. All kinds of graphics and little animations yeah. and things you can open and close, toy chests and stuff. But yeah, yeah I, it's I the agree. thing that separates me from going on this ride that so many of my friends and people love to go on. And I'm like, I hate this thing that will not get me to this thing. And I don't like this thing enough, meaning I don't love the ride enough to wait in that line. It's too bad. And as always, I hate to agree with Rob, um, but that for me is <laughs> is also my worst thing. I keep thinking it's the, I don't know, the Walmart of rides. Like everyone's just like, oh, it's so great. You just go in there and got everything. Like there's so many better things 
around here. And it's not that it's bad. That flying over London is amazing. I am not taking anything away from that. Is it a 47 hour long line kind of thing? <laughs> no, I would rather order a churro than go <laughs> oh. so order a churro and then wait in line. Oh, wow. wow. <laughs> wow. That's a double hit to my ego. Um, that is powerful. But it's just, I mean, stuff like Alice in Wonderland is amazing, but it feels like it's just this juggernaut that overtakes everything. People are like, Fantasyland, we got to go to Peter Pan. You're like, there are great, the Pinocchio ride, I think, I, which I feel like I didn't go on for years. I finally went on. I'm like, this is a pretty darn good ride. And for the yeah. line to ride ratio, 100 times better than, Pinocchio, than uh, Peter Pan. Like, just because... It's just, for me, it's that insanity of, yes, I will wait no matter what it takes to ride on this 30-second ride. Um, And we are going to do an episode called the line-to-ride ratio episode, where we rank rides by their line-to-ride ratio. Because you're you're not wrong. Pinocchio, bang for the buck for the line. I would say Mr. Toad, Pinocchio. It used to be Snow White before the new effects. Now Snow White gets up there a little bit. But uh, yeah, Pinocchio and Mr. Toad, still a lot of value, a lot of bang for the buck. Yeah, not bad. Not bad. Uh, Nick at night, what you got? Real quick, before we go too much further, where was the bathroom you guys liked? Was Royal that Flush? The Royal Flush? Is that in Fantasyland? The Royal yes, Flush is in Fantasyland. Alice in Wonderland. It's a, nobody picked that as their best... Uh... <laughs> If we're doing best and worst bathrooms in <laughs> Disneyland, then it's in my top. All right. Now, remember that Alice in Wonderland is the most represented film in all of Disneyland. You have the Mad Tea Party. You have Alice in Wonderland, the ride. You have the Mad Hatter, the shop. And you have the Royal Flush bathrooms. Four things. I won't call it attractions, but... <laughs> Four things that are represented by Alice in Wonderland. All right. Fair enough. Um, so I, I probably going to get it. This may not count, but I think the my worst in Fantasyland is that we don't have the sky buckets anymore. Oh, yeah. That, Skyway. That, yeah. I, I really miss that view of the park. I miss going through Matterhorn and that whole area is just i don't want to call it wasted real estate but it's the ghost of that ride is still there for yeah. me and i i don't know how to say it other than i just kind of it's the worst because it's not there anymore yeah that's okay um we have we have a few of those and actually when i walk by in fantasy land the stairs are still there if you right. look back behind, they've now taken the building out up uh, five years ago. The building was still up there, the little yeah. turnaround building. And I was always tempted to run up there, but the building is now gone, but the stairs are still there. You can still see them. So yeah. the, the skyway buckets being gone. I totally think that's a good thing to hate. Bring back the buckets. In fact, you know, they can, I mean, yes, well, they, they, do they do the whole thing in Walt Disney world. It's yeah. just, the, the gondolas are just yeah. a beefy version, but just port that over. I don't know. Yeah. Yeah. Totally agree. Totally agree. All right. Well, that wraps up our, we covered main street. We covered uh tomorrowland. We covered fantasy land. Uh, you guys are all wonderful. It is late at night, especially where C Shelley is. 
Uh, uh, we want to thank you all for tuning in. Tell us what we got right. Tell us what we got wrong. Send us a message on uh, Facebook or Instagram. And then stay tuned for the next episode, which will include uh, Adventureland, Frontierland, and New Orleans Square at the very least. We'll see how far we get on that one. But guys, thanks so much for joining. This has been one of my favorite episodes. We really appreciate it. If you enjoyed the episode, if you could leave us a five-star review. We would really appreciate it. So on behalf of Sean Solo, Skipper Rob, Nick at Night, Joel Skellington, and C. Shelley, I've been uh, your host, Sean, and we'll see you next time on the Castle Collective. Bye.